0: Welcome back to the Section 121 Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Stanley Black. At this point, we'll pick up the pace a little bit in our reading of verses because the concepts are more connected between verses. And once we finish Section 121 together, I'll be pulling in other scriptures on leadership and tying them back in to leading in the Lord's way. So today we're covering Doctrine and Covenants, Section 121, verses 26 through 33. God shall give unto you knowledge by his Holy Spirit, yea, by the unspeakable gift of the Holy Ghost that has not been revealed since the world was until now, which our forefathers have awaited with anxious expectation to be revealed in the last times, which their minds were pointed to by the angels, as held in reserve for the fullness of their glory, a time to come in which nothing shall be withheld, whether there be one God or many gods, they shall be manifest all thrones and dominions principalities and powers shall be revealed and set forth upon all who have endured valiantly for the gospel of jesus christ and also if there be bounds set to the heavens or to the seas or to the dry land or to the sun moon or stars all the times of their revolutions all their appointed days months and years and all the days of their days months and years and all of their glories laws and set times shall be revealed in the days of the dispensation of the fullness of times according to that which was ordained in the midst of the council of the eternal god of all other gods before this world was that should be reserved unto the finishing and the end thereof, when every man shall enter into his eternal presence and into his immortal rest. How long can rolling waters remain impure? What power shall stay the heavens? As well might man stretch forth his puny arm to stop the Missouri River in its decreed course, or to turn it upstream, as to hinder the Almighty from pouring down knowledge upon the heads of the Latter-day Saints. Now there were quite a few concepts in there but we see that this was given as comfort to Joseph Smith again he was in Liberty Jail and was struggling with the feeling of being rejected not the error to help his people and basically feeling powerless and this was a case where God was reminding him of what God's plan was for this dispensation is and of course you see in the later sections of the doctrine covenants after joseph smith gets out of liberty jail that his leadership style is much more bold much more powerful because he has so much more confidence in what the lord is intending to do and he is enthusiastic about helping the saints to understand as much as they possibly can as quickly as they can and so we see here that it is talked about how in the dispensation of the fullness of times, which is our dispensation, that all things would be revealed. And we've seen this throughout the world as so much more scientific discovery has happened now than in any previous time in history, as we have come to understand so many things about the laws of nature, physics, etc., how things work. But in terms of leadership, I want to dial in on that last verse that we read today, verse 33, verse 33 of how long can rolling waters remain impure? What power shall stay the heavens? And we really see there the Lord's intention and pushing forward his work. So our challenge as leaders, wherever we are in the world, is to acknowledge our place in leading in the Lord's way, in the space that we're at, and bringing to pass his purposes in whatever leadership position we're in, whether that's in our family, in the church, or in business. Because the work that we do in business can be a blessing to our fellow man and can help them in many different ways. In 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31 it says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. So think about the work that you do. Is all the work that you do, particularly looking at it from a professional standpoint, aligning to the glory of God? And if not, what could be done differently to better align to the will of God so that you, in whatever part that you're doing, as you strive to lead according to the principles that we've discussed in the previous episodes of this podcast, that you're doing a work that aligns with the will of God and that blesses his children. We see that God has a hand throughout the world in the government of nations and the organizations that exist. So it's important to consider our part and how we might help with that. And as we look at section 121 and the idea of the Lord's work moving forward with great power, this cross-reference as well with King Nebuchadnezzar's vision, told and interpreted by Daniel in Daniel chapter 2, and speaking specifically of verses 34 and 35, Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay, and brake them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together, and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away, that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote upon the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. So that image, as interpreted later by Daniel, was showing the kingdoms of the earth. And the stone cut out without hands is the kingdom of God rolling forward in the latter days. And so we see there that correlation between the idea that God's works, his purposes are moving forward, and it's our opportunity to do our best to align with those. And it's notable, however, particularly looking at our tendency in the natural man to get to a place of self-importance. In verse 38 of this same chapter, it said, And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field and the fowls of heaven hath he given into thine hand, and hath made thee ruler over them all, thou art this head of gold. That's Daniel talking to King Nebuchadnezzar, telling him that he's the head of gold, the most ostentatious, you know, richest material of the statue, which, of course, could have given King Nebuchadnezzar reason to be very self-satisfied in the power that he had. But if we look at Daniel chapter four, Daniel chapter four is is a letter from King Nebuchadnezzar to the kingdom, explaining what had happened with him, where he had had a period of time where he was removed from his throne that he became like a wild beast and basically went insane for a period of time, living like a wild animal and then later coming back and being restored to his throne, and in verse 35 it says and all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven, and among the inhabitants of the earth and none can stay his hand or say unto him what doest thou and he finishes out that letter praising god and acknowledging his superior intelligence and will over everything and so we see there that even king nebuchadnezzar who was that head of gold represented as extreme power in that dream and vision came to understand the superiority of god over him So I think it's important then that as we look at our leadership opportunities that we consider how am I aligning what I'm doing here with the will of God? What is the will of God for my organization, for my place, for my stewardship that I've been given? And what can I do to align with him so that it's not just business and it's not just the thing that we're doing today and it's not just my specific tasks, but it's what am I doing to help further the mission of my organization in a way that will also bless God's children and be part of his ongoing work throughout the world so that I can be part of that ongoing force and focus and that inspiration of heaven can come to me insofar as I am part of the continuing revelation that is happening today in the dispensation of the fullness of times.